Welcome to episode 35. I'm Joey. And I'm Alex. And we are Mainly Games, a podcast that talks about, well, mainly games. That's it. It's funny. I couldn't remember if we actually said... That sounds really weird, but how you did that. It really does. It didn't... Uh, so I was like, like, what is happening? Do we give the title first and then the episode number? Or usually the bumper at the beginning? No one's the bumper at the beginning. And that's what... It just felt very clunky. It did It did feel clunky, I'm not going to lie. But I will say it kind of felt clunky because we're filming this, or sorry, recording this, right after we've been watching Terminal List. Oh, I know. I feel super paranoid, by the way. I know. I mean, for you that haven't, this is a series <laughs> we just started watching. Yes. Terminal List on Amazon. Everybody's been talking about it, saying yep. how great yep. it is. So we thought we'd watch one episode. We thought, hey, this would be worth it. That yeah. was an enormous mistake. It was because we started yesterday, correct? Yes. And we're already, we've got two more episodes to go and finish the season. So that should tell you, and we've been working in between. So, yeah, you know, that should tell you what we've been doing. And there's 49 episodes that's in the first it, season. That's it. It's incredible. Okay. There's only like eight. There is only but eight. But yeah. it's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's very addictive. So yeah. if you haven't seen but it yet. But I'm super paranoid right now. I feel like, you know, anything could happen. Yes, and there's um, <laughs> probably not one we should watch with our daughter. No, but which is why is, she's been watching her tablet. You it know? is. It's it's very good. Yes. So that just jumps right into um, TV shows. We've I been it does. Let's jump into it. Which is funny how we haven't been watching TV shows much lately. Nope. But now we have Terminalist. Yep. Terminalist, we have. We've actually watched a couple of other ones. We have indeed. We've been busy. We started watching the Cuphead cartoon. Yeah, that's on new Netflix. It's new. Yeah, now see, I'm not a huge... I know there's a Cuphead game now, and I know Vagrant Song is in the Cuphead kind of style of uh -huh. animation. Uh-huh. But I've never been a Cuphead fan or really looked at Cuphead I didn't before. even know it was a thing until I saw this thing on Netflix. Really? Yeah. So you hadn't heard anything about Cuphead? No, I had not. Do you know what it reminded me of? And I just Googled it to find out. It reminded me of the Mickey, the new Mickey Mini shorts yes. that they have on Disney that they built that uh, Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway at Hollywood Studios based on. That right. one, right? That style reminds me of that. Which are great because I had a magician friend visiting from Nashville mm -hmm. and I showed him one of those and we must have watched... Well, you didn't show him. Julia happened to be watching it. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, we were working on... <laughs> Working on some uh, shows in the back. Yeah. And one came on and we just sat there for 40 minutes and just watched them. Yeah, yeah. The animation is incredible and it's just... Very the, slapstick humor. The style yeah, is just... It's really good. And we kept looking at each other saying, this is just incredible. I really, I do really like to watch those. Every time they do a new one, because they do them sometimes during the holidays, like yeah. um, they do one for Christmas and Halloween and all that, la -dee -da. I really like to watch the new ones that they do. They do a great job. But now the Cuphead cartoon is weird. It is very weird, but it has that slapstick feel to it, it too. It does. I guess I don't understand the lore behind it. So no, I do feel like I need to Google this more. There must be some nostalgia for people because I'm not is, really... Was it, is it a thing? And is it being like redesigned? Re I don't know. Do they go into why this person has a cup as a head? And one is mug, right? Mughead, cuphead? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. It doesn't make okay. any sense to me. I don't so, know. Either. Are you Googling Cuphead right now? I am indeed. How did okay, you know? So, yes. Also, we did. There are just... two seasons of it, by the way. Ugh, not going to make it through oh, those. No way. What? So the girl that Share plays. Share the class. Okay, I'm sorry. The girl that plays the voice of Daphne on Scooby Doo. Yes. Right? She's one of the voices in it. That makes sense. Yeah. She's yeah. a really good voice actress. What by is the her way. name? Gray. Um, Gray Delice. Delice. Yes. Okay. Yeah. D e l i s. -E. She's in a lot. She's a voice of everything. She's yeah. super talented. Yeah. She's like but the anyway. Mark Hamill. Yeah. Right now. Okay. So, okay. So it says the Cuphead show is an animated slapstick comedy streaming series. There you go. That gives us so much yeah. information about it. 
So Loosely also, based on the 2017 Canadian video game. There yeah. you go. Can we please move on from okay, Cuphead? I'm sorry. Now I'm really interested. This is the thing. So we did actually watch the yeah. Space Jam, the one with Michael Jordan. Yeah, the original one. Yep. We saw the LeBron James one a while back. I didn't. You and Julia did, but yes. Yeah, it was. So I have nothing to compare this to. It was fine. I mean, yeah. it wasn't. It wasn't great. It wasn't. We'll never watch it again. First of all, it seems to be all about LeBron James because. Bugs Bunny does not show up for 30 minutes into it, That's right? what I heard. As soon as Juliet came home, she's like, Bugs Bunny wasn't in the movie forever. Yeah, it takes him yes. forever. But this one just starts off cartoon and goes yeah. through. This one, There's you know lots what? of Looney Tunes and a yeah. little bit of Michael Jordan kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Michael Jordan did not really lean into his acting here, but <laughs> it's... It, he didn't do terrible. No, no, no. I'm saying they didn't like make it a focus about oh, yeah, how yeah, great yeah, he yeah. can act. I can understand. He did that. his yeah. job no, great. He did. But you they, can tell he did really good. Like they they knew what they were doing, and so they would feed him a line, hit record, and he repeat it back to them. You yeah. know, kind of thing. I was like, that's the way you should do it. You know, when you don't have actors. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it it holds up. I'm so, not criticizing that at all. I mean that as a nice. No, no. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I realized He's the that. Goat. Could, I was like, I, that could have come out as like just a horrible thing to say, but He's I didn't the mean goat. that. He what does goat stand for, by the way? Greatest of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look at, at me. You know I your know, acronyms. I know. What does acronym stand for? Ha 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 ha. Okay. Good. All right. Um. Yeah. All right. So now we did get an email from you guys asking us to do more off the shelf reviews. Yes. Because we did those for a while, and we've been doing a lot of off the press. And we will get back to doing more off the shelf, and we're going to actually do it this mm -hmm. episode, I believe, too. And you're right. We have been doing... That's what people say. They like the fact that we mix off the shelf with off the press. Yeah. Because just because a game is newer does not mean it's better. I was listening to something Sometimes today. Yep. Uh, and they said that what often happens is a board game is released. Yep. And people play it for three months, and then they'll never play the game. And that's true. And then I was like, woof, I'm so guilty of that. It's kind of like a restaurant. If, yeah. a, if a restaurant makes it through that first year or two, yes. you know it's going to make it's it. It's a winner. Because a restaurant is always busy. It, they're always busy when they open and that excitement, that whole buzz yeah, is yeah, there. Yeah. And then so many restaurants close their doors after that initial I feel like first. here, particularly in Southwest Florida, because we have that huge tourist kind of industry right. here, we have a lot of that with restaurants. Yeah, and board games are the exact same yeah. way. Yeah, you kind of feel sad. So now this is interesting too. Um, I'm in a mm. I'm in a buddy's wedding mm -hmm. coming up. I think it's in March or whatever, right? It is correct. So um, he asked me to be in it. So I'm like, okay, yeah, that'd be fun. Um, so I'm in the wedding. Then he hits me with recently. He's like, okay, hey, it's going to be a themed wedding. Ooh. People are going to be dressed up. I thought that's cool. That's cool. And we want you to dress up like a Gandalf. And I thought that's cool. You know, I've I've heard yeah. of themed weddings. Mm -hmm. I've never been a part of one. So I thought this would be fun. And then it just hit me this week. What if he's lying? <laughs> yes. I mean, what and if... And you are the only one? I mean, what if everyone else there is in tuxedos uh -huh. and nice dresses, wedding gowns, and I show up with a staff and all thou White shalt hair? not pass, yes. you know? I know what you I mean. I thought, huh. Are you going to have a suit in the car just in case? I don't know. Because it just hit me. I'm like, what if he's lying? Yeah. What if he's just telling me that? to see if I'm actually going to show up in a Gandalf costume. I wonder. Hmm. I know. But honestly, I'm going to I'm going to play it out. You should I'm going to see because if he does that, yeah. I'm just going to I'm just going to sit there and golf clap. I'm just going to say well done. Well, well played. Well done. Well, well done. played. Well played. I am going to curse him um, <laughs> with every curse from Mordor 
and I will utter that language there. You will. So will. you're going to learn Elvish or whatever? Yep, I'm going to switch out the rings. Or Dordian or whatever the word is. We'll switch out the rings. So they're going <laughs> to so yes. have ring wraiths chasing them for the rest of their lives. That's it, my precious. That is, that. he wasn't a ring wraith. That was Gollum. Okay, but I was thinking of the same thing, though. He wanted the ring, right? He did want the ring. There you go. That's what I was thinking about. But he just liked jewelry. It didn't go into that. That's okay. more like sequel and stuff. Okay. But um, are yeah. you have we talked about the new Lord of the Rings? It's coming out super soon. Coming out today, I guess. Oh, today? No way. Yep. We have not watched it, we're and not. we probably won't because we're watching Terminalist, and we I want to bank them. Yeah. I mean, I, what are we going to do? Watch them every week? What is this, the 80s? What is happening, by the way? It used to be streaming services would drop everything all at the same time, and I'm like, this is glorious. We can binge this, right? And now they're doing this silly week-to-week thing. They need to stop doing this. Well, I think they're doing it because people will join for a month and catch up and then stop. Yeah. Well, yeah. people now do that still. They join for a month. They wait till the series is is done. This is Join true. for a month and drop it. This is true. That is what they do. I hear people do that all the time. Yeah, you should contact Mr. Netflix and Mr. Hulu. And Mr. Disney, I should, Janae. There was a Mr. Disney. I'm trying to do the whole like I know last mean. name. I know, but there's don't... not a Mr. Disney now who's currently running the company. Sure, there is a Mr. Disney. There is a Mr. Disney. Not... See, you should contact him, her. Well, they don't Whoever. care. They, have, they just have shares in the company. They have no operating control of Disney. Yeah, I learned way more in the last five seconds about Disney uh, than I care about. Really? So, it's no, pretty interesting though. It's not. Okay. Um, it's about me and Gandalf. Okay, all right. All right, so anyway, we have we have a lot of games <laughs> to cover today. We do. We have a fun, fun list. So several. Now, this one, this first one has been on our shelf of shame for a while, and you got a chance to play it, and I didn't. And this was one that is that has a lot of buzz around it. Does. It, right? it won the Pegaspiel, right? Hey, oh, no, you know, no Pegaspiel. Spiel those every I know, day. Every and, time. And the way you say it, you always say Spiel... You always spiel. You're always <laughs> you're always spiel. like um, <laughs> who is oh, who's that Scottish actor? Oh, he was James Bond when he goes tennis. Yes, what is his name? Uh, Everyone's yelling at, at the radios right now. I know, what I know, is, I know. He's oh James my Bond. Goodness, um, Sean Connery. Sean Connery. There you sound go. like Sean Connery every time the you tennis. say spiel. Package spiel. So it's so spiel. funny talking about this, right? The so books p- fell on my head. I blame myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Um, so, this is a total thing, right? So your yep. shows at results often start at 6.30, right? Right. And so people... I'm aware. I'm people, there. If people often ask me, how long did the show last? And I say, ah, oh, you know, he'll offer me down by 7.05, 7.10-ish. And every time I say that, I chuckle to myself <laughs> a little bit inside. And I know if I laugh out loud, people think I'm a literal loon. But that is what I'm thinking. Tenish. Um, is that one meme yes. that stuck with you? Yes. Yes. It's that one meme. But every time but i say that maybe what 50 times a day i'm talking about your show and so that's yeah i chuckle every time every time to myself i don't know what that meme is it's just like i don't know just... but yeah you sent it to someone tennis. <laughs> yes, tennis. and you remember someone said they didn't get it and you're like say it out loud and so they said tennis. it out loud and they're like ha. <laughs> oh yeah just so if you haven't seen the meme we'll have to put it up so people can see yeah. it just so they know I we're not crazy yeah i don't even know what it was one of those memes that just kind of tickled me in the middle of the night <laughs> like um there was one that had like i forgot and I, I i will laugh randomly at things yeah and somebody sent me this thing it's like uh, it's like um Talking about um, how our lives are finite and they all end in death and sadness is the hardest part about being a party clown. And for some reason, that just stuck with me <laughs> when somebody said that to me. I thought, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Clowns don't do that, folks. Okay, so anyway, no, the game is... Sorry, um, I was just Googling the meme. 
Cascadia. Yes, it okay. is. Okay, so Cascadia by AEG. Yep. Okay, so let me explain how you play this one. So for, to start off with, each player starts with a three hexagonal habitat tile mm-hmm. and all the hexagons are joined together, right? Right. And this tile has one of each habitat on it. Then on your turn, you're going to choose a new habitat that is paired with a wildlife token from the four pairs that are in the center of the board or in the center okay. of the table, right? And then what you're going to do is you're going to place the animal token on one of the corresponding animal to- um, symbols on one of your hexagons, right? Uh-huh. Some hexagons will have two, some will have one. So you have to, like, if you have a fox, you can only put the fox on one of the hexagons that have a fox. But what does it say? Bing, 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 bing. Go ahead. Okay. Um, and... And then at the end of the game, you're also going to um, try and place your hexagon next to a corresponding habitat. Because at the end of the game, you're going to get points for the largest habitat. So if the largest forest, you're going to get points. Right. If you have the largest desert, water, yada, 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 right? Okay. Okay. Um, now, each animal also gets points at the end of the game based on its scoring. And what I liked about this game is that there were multiple cards for each animal. So every time you replay the game, you can use a different one so for example in our game uh bears got you two bears got you points foxes had to be all by themselves or had to be by themselves but around different animals so every animal scores differently and there are cards um that you can all see that you're playing off but there are multiple cards so next time you play the game you'll just pick a different card right okay and the cards are community. Commun- so everyone yes. scores the same way. Everyone scores the same way. Okay. Correct. And then um, you keep going until they're, all the tiles are gone. Okay. Now, there are a different number of tiles for different play counts. So obviously, if there are two players, there are less tiles than if there are four players. Yeah. We played with a full four. So we had all the tiles out. So we kept going around and around until all the tiles are gone. And there is one thing... That adds a little bit, it helps you every now and then because you might be like, hey, what happened if I want to get one habitat hexagon and I want to get an animal from a different um, pairing? Well, if you place an animal on a sing, if, if there's a hexagon that has a single animal on it, it has a little triangle on the top too to help you remember this, you get a little leaf token and then you can trade those leaf tokens in to pick up one hexagon from one pile and one animal from another pile. And there okay. you go. And that is how you play that. Okay. Um, oh, it is AEG. It says yeah, like it is flat AG. out. Yeah. yeah. So no, it's games. AG. AG. Perfect. Now right. this I was going to say is part of a trilogy of games. So there's Cascade, um, Calico being the first one. Cascade is the second one. <laughs> yep. And there's also Verdant. 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 Right, so is the th- final one. So Calico is about the cat. Cascade yes. is when the cat gets out, and Verdant is when he becomes sentient and he can does. actually. Yeah, no, he's either like in all. the box or not a box. But, in the um, box. <laughs> yeah, that's cat in the box. I know. But now the weight. <laughs> I'm on glad this you is, got that. Thank you. <laughs> the weight on this is 1.8. Yeah. So it's a very light game. Oh, I was gonna say it's very light, but there is a lot of strategy to it. And I must admit, I'm not usually a fan of games that describe themselves as an abstract, abs, abstract, abstract, abstract strategy game. As soon as you say those two words, I'm generally not interested in it. Mm-hmm. Right. They're also hard for you to say. <laughs> yes, that's probably why too. But mm-hmm. I liked this game way more than calico i really liked calico i did too i really did like it but i liked it a lot more and i think the one of the reasons was is calico you're limited to that your arrangement of hexagons based on the board size right you can only go a certain way but in this you can put your hexagons as long as or as wide as you want to you're you're endless that's true because your board is kind of it's it's 
you know, finite in, yes. in the size in, in Calico. Now, Kyle and Tori are huge Calico yes. fans. Did they like Calico more or this Cascadia? I ha- didn't ask them, but I believe they liked Calico more. But they okay. are huge cat fans, too. So I think that may have helped. I think they like the theme better. That's interesting. So this one you yes. can build out as far as you want to in any you direction can, you want to. In any direction. Why in Calico, you're limited to that board. Here, I'm looking at here now. So you've only got one, two, three, four, five hexagons. One, two, three, four, five. Five by five. In okay. Calico. Why in Cascadia, you can go limitless, which I really took advantage of because I built a really long forest. I think my forest got me 28 points. Okay. Um, which in Calico, you would not have had that option because I, the board is not that big. See, I would like to play this one. And I think yeah. it's incredible, number one, looking at the ranks of this. Yes. It's just a 2021 game. Mm-hmm. It, so it's probably a little over a year old. Well, and that. I listened to last week's podcast today. And in your definition, 2021 is old. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, it's not old. <laughs> and no, it's not. No, no, so, no, no, no. <laughs> but um, the overall rank yeah. of this is 61 out of mm-hmm. how many thousands of mm-hmm. games on there. And then in family, as far as family board games, it's number six. Yeah. Abstract, it's number one. Yeah, I can see that. It's a really good, like I said, normally don't like abstract, but it's yeah, a I don't really, either. I really liked it. And I would definitely play this game in a heartbeat. I would play this game. I'm I, looking yeah. through the abstract list right now. Yeah. And of course, Cascadia is number one. I'm going down. Okay. Ones I really like. Azul, I it's fine. Not crazy, but crazy about it. Uh, Inish, yeah. uh, no. Um, or Yinch, I guess. Yinch. Yeah, um, patchwork. I don't know. War chest. War chest is fine, but calico. Probably calico is the first one, and then Santorini's down there as well. Um, which we all know what you think about that. The Onitama. Yeah. So most of these I'm not crazy about, but I will. I do want to play Cascadia. Yeah. It does sound good. And family games at at six, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, huh. Number one family game wingspan. Hey. Also, Lost Ruins of Arnak for a family game. Don't see that at all. No. Oh, How's wow. that a family game? No idea. Okay. They really blew that one. Okay. And the two crews, Everdale. All right, anyway. So, Crokinole, <laughs> reaching back on You that went one. down a rabbit hole, didn't I did. you? Didn't look at that. All right, so, um, <laughs> yeah, so Cascadia. I yeah. do want to play this, and what's nice is it can hit the table fairly easily. Yeah. So, all right, so Cascadia and... The new one is on Kickstarter, you said? Yeah, Vernon is on Kickstarter. I believe you can still late pledge it. Okay. And I believe, I was looking at today, there's a print and play version of it, too. But all these are fairly small box, inexpensive games. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're not talking like like two or three hundred bucks. No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Yeah, this was a very affordable game. All right. Yeah. yeah I might look at that. Um, I, I did like Calico. We have so many people in our gaming group that we That's haven't That's it. it. Yeah. And I also liked it, too, in Cascadia, how they add the animals. Like, in Calico, you're just placing tiles. Right. While here, you're placing the animals. And okay. I believe... So, as well as the tiles. So, you've got to make match the hexagons and the animals. Okay. Um, and I believe, from what I was reading about Vernon today, is that they take both those aspects and they add some stuff to it, too. But that is not using a hexagonal thing. They use cards in that game. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I like. Uh, yeah. I'll look at that. You should. Um, we should play it. All right. We, so the yeah. next one, mm-hmm. the next one is a bit of a different game. It is indeed. And this is a 2019 game, but it also came out in 2022. A mini version of it. Tiny version. And this is you're a you're a penguin. Yeah. Uh, you're you're a penguin. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. But um. All right. So you're you're a penguin and you're you're a penguin mini, which are the same things, uh, but just one is a bit smaller. Than the other one, obviously yes. with the we mini. played the mini version. If you're wondering, we did. Yeah. All right. So this is if okay. um if 
if Rhino Hero and Uno had a child. <laughs> yes. Which yes. is funny because one of those games I like, the other one, yeah, not so yeah. much. Um, so in this game, everyone is handed handed a hand of circular cards. It's mm-hmm. one thing that's hard to get used to. These cards are circular. Um, and the remainder of the cards are put in a circle on the table face down. These have blue backs, so they look like the ocean, okay? Then an iceberg cutout is folded and then placed in the middle of all of those cards. So then the next player, and then, then a card is placed on top of that. Then the next player needs to do the effect on that card. Depending on what the effect is, it could be draw a couple of cards, draw a card, place a penguin, or place a block of ice. Okay, so you need to place that on there. And then you have to then fold another iceberg and put another card with the same color on top of it. So if it's like dark blue, you put a dark blue one up there. Light blue, you put a light blue. White, you put a white. And there's also cards that are three different colors, and that's how you change. Like if you have a dark blue one, you can put one of the three colors on it on top of that. Mm-hmm. The next person then can put any color, and you continue to go up. If you can't put that color on top of there, you then have to draw a card, and it goes to the next person. So... You keep going through. Now, the, you keep going as the tower will get taller and taller. And whoever gets rid of their card first, all their cards first, wins. Woo-hoo. Or if the, towel, if the tower falls over, the person with the least cards, not including the one that knocked over the tower, wins. Yeah. Which is, it's of course, you know, otherwise you just knock over the tower if you have the least cards. Yeah. So that's it. Very simple game. Very family-friendly game. Um, it's, honestly, I... I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Oh, absolutely. I, yeah, no, I really like this. I'm actually amazed looking at BGG is not ranked in family games at all. Cause I would say this is a way no. more family game than Cascadia. But anyway, um, no, this game is really fun. Very easy to play, but yep. really fun to play. It's got that Jenga feel to it. Cause you know, as you're building the tower up, you're like, oh, 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 is it going to fall? You know, I like yeah, that. It's, yeah. It's got a weight of one. I mean, it's a very just. Oh, it's a feather, super light game. Featherweight yeah, game. Yeah. I Particularly mean, the mini version. Like you could take that mini version on a plane with you and, you know, not yeah, pl- maybe not play it on a plane, but you know what I mean? Like you could travel with that super easy. It's so, it's yeah. so simple, but I will tell you, I really, really like this game. And I'm not yeah. one, one that kind of gets, um games overseas a lot just to have them. This yeah. is one that kind of intrigued me to the fact that I kind of chased it down. I think I kickstarted it or something. Yeah. But um, it's a it's a fun game. It's really fun. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we ended up making the mistake of playing it on the bed. We did play it on the bed. A lot of times before we go to sleep at night, I'll read some instructions for a game the next day. And if it's an easy game, then we'll just kind of crank through it at night. Yeah. You know, but this one, we just thought, we'll try this. And We had a little like tray table that we're playing it on. So yeah. You know, that was fun. That added to this because we couldn't move, you know. Exactly. And that, 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 was, the, that was the big thing about that mm-hmm. is just making sure the bed didn't move and all that. Yeah. But this is one I really, really like. This was definitely a good purchase by you. I approve. Yeah. I yeah. like this. Yeah. So, okay. So that is um, You're You're a Penguin. And that is spelled Y-U-R-A, Y-U-R-A. Penguin. Penguin. Mm-hmm. So everyone's favorite flightless bird. Oh, it's self-published. Did you know that? I did know that. Yeah. I just, I just saw that. Yeah. Flightless wow. bird. Can you name another flightless bird? Um, emu. Are they? Yep. Is that Australian? Yep. Well, you have an advantage Ostrich. here. Are those Australian? No. Are you sure? Yes. I don't know. I've heard it both ways. Um, ostriches are not Australian. I know that. Fine. Whatever. I think you guys have everything over there. Um. um 
Okay, Here so anyway. I'm going to find out where they live. Apparently, she knows more flightless birds than me. I thought it would be a lot <laughs> harder question. But apparently, she just knows every flightless bird. No, no. Just... So neither one of those can fly. Emus can't fly now. How about ostriches? Uh, hang on. Are you checking? Yeah, I'm looking at now. Okay, so kiwis, they can't fly either. Neither can emus. Kiwis can't fly? They're no. little. They are tiny. Have they tried? I think it's laziness. Yeah, on no, but part. I can see that. I don't think they have the wings to fly. Yeah. Well, if they don't have wings, they're not a bird. Well, they, but like, I mean, like, you know, like wings have to go out to get the air. Like you um, can, they just have little wings that do nothing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, so ostriches are from a sub-Saharan Africa. Mm, okay. There you go. So That's Africa. not where Australia is. Correct. It's not. All right. Maybe the opposite side of the world, maybe. You maybe. Know, just throwing I don't it know. out there. Everyone, everything is the opposite side of the world <laughs> you guys. True, true, true. Including us right now. Yep, we are. 9,000 miles away. How did you map it? No. Google I just remember map. you telling me when I was in Australia and you were here. Yeah, when yep. you used to call me in the middle of the night. Yeah, that, was, that fun. was fun. I know, right? Okay, so. And then vice versa, you would call me. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it was fun. All right, so now, next we're going to review um, Psychic Pizza Deliverers Go to the Ghost Town. And, um, we Which did, has the best name ever. It really does. Mm-hmm. This one, of course, was an Insta back for us. Mm-hmm. Because it's by Board Game Tables. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was... Okay, so pretty much to describe this one, um, think of it as Battleship with Pizza and yep. Ghosts. Yeah, okay. Okay, so um, pretty much one person is, is the mayor, and he's the only one with the map of where everyone is. Yeah. So, Hit a uh, movement kind of thing, right? Right. Yeah. On, on, his, mm-hmm. on his board, behind his, his kind of sheet that yep. he has a hidden... He's got a map of, I think it's seven by seven yeah. or six by six, but he's got where everyone is. Everyone starts. The four people in there. So he's got little meeples there. And he also has locations of pizzas, houses, ghosts, and fences on his board, right? Yeah. So everybody gets a chance to move. And every time they move, they're told a bit of information. Mm-hmm. They're told, hey, there's a fence to your left or a fence to your right, or tell where the fences are. And they're also told how many ghosts, fences, pizzas, and things are around them. They're not told where they are, but they're told how much they are. Yeah. So they're going to notate that on their board. Okay, now their board is a lot larger than, than the mayor's because they could be moving different. So everyone's on the same map, mm-hmm. but they don't know where the other person is. They so the don't information, know their position. Right, so the information they look at the other people they can't really decipher it yeah. unless you see certain landmarks that you think are there. Mm-hmm. So you can keep moving around. So as you move around, you know there's a pizza near you. You keep trying to find the pizza. Like if there's a pizza near you, you go north, there's no more pizza. So you have to go back down, and that way you know where more where it is. Mm-hmm. So the whole object of this game is to find a pizza and deliver it to the right house. I say the right house because... There are cheese pizzas, pepperoni pizzas, and different types of pizzas like this. And the houses are cheese pizza houses, pepperoni pizza houses. So these houses have ordered certain types of pizzas. Yeah. So once you get a pizza, you move on to it. The mayor then says, you have found a cheese pizza and gives you a pizza. And then the house will show up. And you've got to find that house and try to deliver that pizza. And if you're the first one to do that, you win the game. Now, I also mentioned there are ghosts. Ghosts will block your movement. This is one thing I kind of thought was weird because ghosts really can't kill you, can't mm-hmm. hurt you, but they will block where you're going. Yeah. So if you have a ghost, if, there's, if, if it's like they say a ghost, one ghost is around you and you try to move right. And the, the mayor then says, you can't move right. There's a ghost in your way. So the next time you attack the ghost and without doing anything, you kill the ghost yeah. and you get a card. These cards can give you benefits. 
Like you can find out the better location of where a pizza is or a house is yeah. or things like that. Now, one thing I did not go into is portals. Portals can throw everything off. When you step into a portal, all of a sudden you're somewhere different on the map. Yes, so you, you have are. to start notating on your board where you are and then your new location. Mm-hmm. You have to find that. And one more thing about fences are because your board is larger and their board is either six by six or seven by seven. I can't remember which one, but um, their board is a smaller size. If you are trying to hit the sides of their board, you're told there's a fence in the way. So it might just be the edge of their map. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So all that is the object is it either goes 20 turns or it delivers the pizza yeah. to the house. Yes. And that's it. So what were your... You've played this once. I played it twice. I, I played, played it, it once. Too. You have played it twice? I played it twice, yeah. Did you play it at Gen Con? I, I played it at Gen Con and then I played it here. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what did you what did you think about it? And I'll tell you what my thoughts were. I find this game really frustrating. I agree with that. I don't know why it frustrates me so much, but it does really frustrate me. I almost find it too long. Like you find a pizza and then you have to then, I find, feel like you're like climbing around trying to find a house or you find a house and then you're climbing around trying to find a pizza. It's very frustrating. I find the portals a massive pain in the tushy. Um, I almost wish they weren't there. I understand why they're there, but they're, they, because they add something, but they are very, very annoying because they just throw everything off. The couple of times I played it, every time several people, myself included, have been near a house, there's a portal, and so then they get thrown off. And then, it, and like, when I hit a portal, I was like, I'm, I knew I was close to a house, but now I have no idea where I am. You kind of almost give up. Yeah, that was honestly, I think, frustrating. That, you know, that's just that's my that was just how I felt. I was like, I, and now I'm done. You know, yeah, and that was frustrating, even as the mayor looking at it and being like, "Oh man, I hope they don't hit that portal." It's almost like, yeah, I got to the point where I was rooting for you. Yeah, okay, because that's good. I'm like, okay, good. I really hope they find it. And then it's like, oh, or if you there are so many times that you both are on the same on the same square, right? Uh-huh. Like, in one person would say, like, I'm going to try to move to the west. Oh, you can't because there's a ghost in your way. And you're like, okay, cool. So next time he comes around to me, I'm going to kill that ghost. Then somebody else over there kills a ghost. And then you try to kill a ghost. And I have to say, well, there's no ghost there. You're like, there was just a ghost there. And it takes you a second to realize, oh, so they had just killed that ghost. Mm-hmm. So there's little things like that that are, are um, it takes a lot more thought. It seems like it is an easy game, but the complexity of it, it's it's a lot you've got to kind of soak in. I will say. I, oh, sorry. Okay, no, go I was going to say I would definitely not play this with people who've never played board games slash new to board games because no. I can see them getting so frustrated and being like, "I'm never playing a game before." Yeah, and like and never playing a game ever again because that it's very frustrating. You like I said, you just kind. I feel like I've got a blindfold and I'm just climbing around. You know. It, yeah, I mean, it's annoying. I think the battleship. Um, analogy works to a certain point. Yes. But it almost to the point of where like awkward guess is clue on steroids. Yes. This is probably battleship on steroids yeah. and creatine and whatever yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, a couple things that I think, first of all, uh, you, everyone should be the mayor to appreciate the game a bit, bit more. Okay. Because you've played the game and been the mayor, right? I have. And I was frustrated playing it at Gen Con, but when uh-huh. I'm the mayor you kind of can visualize a bit more what's happening. Uh-huh. So I think shifting that position, 
I think if you tried it as a mayor, you'd like it a bit more. Okay. And that's one thing that makes me think, well, hold on. Then you've got one fifth of the people that are actually enjoying the game. Uh-huh. So now that I've played the mayor, I would kind of like to go back to playing a a deliverer, a pizza deliverer, and see if I all of a sudden have more appreciation or enjoyment yeah. for it now that I know what I'm going on. Because you don't know what's happening behind that board. No, you And don't. that's what everybody wanted to see after um, somebody went. I forgot who won that game. Jacob but, won. Jacob won, yeah. So, um, But then everybody wanted to come around and see, okay, where was I? What's going on? That's mm-hmm. kind of the fun part of seeing that at the end. Yeah. And you're that, like... I completely agree. I do like to come back and go, okay, that's where I was. Right. You know, okay, that makes sense. You know? But in, when you're in that moment, it's super frustrating. It really is. Yeah. And the portals are annoying. And, Super annoying. And I guess they are necessary. But the first time we played at Gen Con, we had a card that allowed us to not be sucked in the portal. Yeah. But really, I feel like the portal is just kind of, I've worked for nothing. You yeah. know, you just kind of erase. And now you don't have to when you get better at the game. You don't need to erase where you are. Yeah. You can kind of make one large map and try to figure out where these things are. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, there's probably a lot of things you could do to make the game easier by looking at other people's maps kind of reading things like that. But um the portals the portals are frustrating. Yeah. And that's that's a it's a pretty big it, part of it. I right now I'm not in a rush to go back and play this game. No, I am just because I want you to be the mayor and I want to kind of see how it is from the other side. But then I want to go back. Then after I play the mirror, then I'm going to have to go back and see if it gives me a renewed Exactly. Game. So, so we'll, now I have to play this game that I'm not super thrilled on twice. But it is a short game. True, it is I mean, short. 30 to yeah. 40 minutes. It's not terrible. It's not like it's a whole night gone. And it's but, fun. Yeah. It's it's cute. Oh, it's, and I must admit, it looks amazing, right? Yeah. Like it looks incredible. And I love the pieces yep. and I like the game. I like the boards. I like all of that <clears> stuff. I, you know, I, I don't know. I just get so frustrated. The components of this are really, really They did a nice. fantastic job. And it's board game table, so I expect nothing less. Right, exactly. They, did, they do a fantastic job. I don't know. It's just super frustrating. Yeah, and yeah. that's... that. But I, I do think I want to give another chance, so... This one is recommended with caveats. Yes. And we will probably revisit this in the future. Yeah. In like but, a year or two, maybe. Yeah. Not that long. <laughs> yeah. I'll be that long. It might be that long. So it's not going to be that long. <laughs> so anyway, that is Psychic Pizza Deliverers Go to the Ghost Town. Again, one of the best names out there. Fantastic name. Yes. They get a 10 out of 10 for names. Woohoo! All right. So the next one now mm-hmm. is... Scout. Yes. This is one that um, I played several times at Dice Tower East. Mm-hmm. And really, people loved it there. And it was a big hit at Gen Con. It was re-released by Oink Game. The original one is... Um, I don't know. I think it was Japanese, the original one. And I played the original one at Dice Tower East. And I got the new Oink Game one at Gen Con. Now, there's a big, um, a lot of people in our gaming group like different ones. Like, oh, I like this scout more than this scout. It's the same game. It's just all about the artwork, whether you like it. The new Mm -hmm. one is more of a circus themed. And the other one is just more, honestly, it just looks like you're playing a card game with the other one. It just has just a more typical card game look. I like the new one, but it really doesn't matter. Both of them are the exact same game. Um, All right, so here's Scout. Pretty much what's happening in Scout is everyone gets cards into their hand. And as you get them, you are trying to get rid of cards by having a run or a a group of pairs or triplets or whatever, the same card. 
And as you put them down, the next person has to beat that. And if they can't, they have to then scout. So they will take one of your cards from the end and put it in, your, in their hand, okay? Like it, say if you put four nines down, the next person can't beat four nines, so they then take a card, put it down, and it goes to the next person, has to then beat three nines. And if they can't, they scout, put one in their hand, goes to the next person. If it ever makes it back to you, you have won that round. Um, but now the biggest part of this, which is the biggest rub and what makes this game unique, you cannot rearrange your cards. Correct. That is a unique thing it right there. really is. Mm -hmm. So when you first get your cards, your hand of cards, you cannot change the order of them at all. Okay? So yeah, you can reverse the sides because each side of the card is a different number. Yeah. Like it might be a two on one side, eight on the other. So you fan out your cards. You look at it. You close the fan, fan out the other ones. So what you're trying to decide before the game starts, you cannot flip them over anymore. But initially, you can then look and say, okay, I've got a run here or I'm close to a run here if I can get rid of this seven in the middle. This is the side I'm going to keep it. And at the beginning of, the, of that round, it's more likely that you just have to, somebody puts a two down. You can beat that with a five. You can beat that with a seven. And people are starting to get rid of cards like that. And... If you beat something, you then get those cards, and those are your points at the end of the game. And there's also one little token called a scout and play. And a scout and play that you get every round. Um, a scout and play is you can put that and use it. That means you can take a card and then play it. So if you take that card, you take one of the first or last cards in a run in the middle of the table, put it into your hand, and then you put it down and you can beat it. And that's a scout and play. So pretty much that's what it is. And you keep going around and it's a point value on who wins the game. What are your thoughts on this? Did you like it? Did you, were you crazy about it so, or not? So this is something that I realized this is not my strong point in life, right? Right. Not just, I'm not super great at thinking like multiple steps ahead. I can think three or four steps ahead, but when I have to think five, six, and you will concur to this, yes. I'm not very good at this, right? This game requires you to think five, six steps ahead. It's not my forte. So I was good maybe at the beginning because I could get that three or four steps, but when I had to start thinking five or six steps ahead, I'm out. So I did find it the first couple, the first times we would go around and around, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to kill it. And then I'll be like, crap, I'm not going to kill it. I said so that was a little frustrating, but I still, even though you have to constantly be thinking ahead, I did really enjoy it. I did too. And it's one of those things that, cause the round could end either by um, a hand you put down, hasn't been beat by the time mm -hmm. it gets back to you or you run out of cards. Correct. Um, and when you scout, you can then take that card and put it in any orientation, anywhere in your, in your yes, hand, yes. which is big. So the big thing about it is um, you always, I feel like it's balancing on which cards to put down and or trying to get that kill shot mm -hmm. for example if you've got say you've got a i don't know you've got a three four five right yeah then you've got two cards and then you've got a six seven eight yeah so you look down you're like well i can beat that by putting these three down but if i can somehow get rid of these two cards mm -hmm. i will then have a run that's four five six seven, eight, nine or whatever. And, yeah. I, and I will put that down and that will probably win the game. Yeah. But if I don't put one of those down now, there's a chance it might get back to him and he'll win this round and my cards, I will be stuck with the cards in my hand. Yeah. And those are negative points. 
So there's a there's a really nice balance as far as that goes. Yeah. It's like you're almost balancing. It's like, okay, I got it. I hope somebody else beats it mm-hmm. because I don't want to be the one to do this. So that's very interesting. And I think it's the uniqueness of this game is kind of what oh, the un- me. The uniqueness of this game is genius. Yeah, this was... I do love how there is nothing out there like this game, right? It's great. I think it's fantastic. Um, it's just... Once again, frustrating to play. But I think as I found this game less frustrating than Psychic Pizzas. I, I would happily play this game again over Psychic Pizzas. Well, this is also a 10 to 15 minute game. But and true. This- but I did enjoy it more, even though I was terrible at it. I did enjoy the process and the gameplay a lot more. Now, this was a 2022 spiel. Really? Spiel. Spiel. Sean Connery nominee. Spiel. Yes. Uh, so um yeah so the, yeah so I I do recommend this game. It's I do fun. too. I recommend this game a lot more than Psychic Pizzas. Exactly. It's a very yes. inexpensive game. Yeah. I don't know absolutely. what we paid for it. Um, it's by Oink Games, which are doing some good work. I love yeah. their Deep Sea Adventure. Oh, that game is fantastic. It's and great. this game too is really really good. Like I said, if you're like me and stop thinking five or six mm-hmm. moves ahead, you'll find this game a little more frustrating. But I think you'll still like to play it because you. I still felt I could be in the game and be part of the game even though I'm not as well strategic as you are. Exactly. Yes. Well, I didn't mean exactly like that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. But, but no. it's you very are simple. very strategic. That is what, you're very good at that stuff. And it's very easy yeah. to just put in your bag and and take anywhere. Oh, you absolutely. To. So, okay, yeah. yeah. So that's that's Scout. It's a 2019 uh-huh. game, but the the re-release is new this year by mm-hmm. Wink Games. So, 2019, whew, that's back when chess came that's out, right? That's ancient. Yeah, no, but it's Scout. It's it's really good. And yeah. um, check it out. If you guys like card games, something unique like this, um, it's, yeah, it's definitely, definitely recommended. Yeah. So, all right. So, that is Scout by Oink Games. Oink, oink. All right. So, then, I wrote Gate for some reason on my... Gate? What are we talking about? I have no idea. I don't know what I was, let's talk about. Oh, the World Series of Board Games are coming up. Yes. We haven't been talking about that. But those are coming up. I did. We played the game the other day. What we played Twilight Inscription, mm-hmm. right? And um, we had some friends over, and they had their baby there, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So Elena, I was holding her a lot, <laughs> yes. and it made me realize I kind of chuckled several times because <laughs> you know when you have a baby at the table, you kind of help to, everybody takes turns, so yes. everybody can different people get involved in the game. Mm-hmm. But it's fun because I really thought the Ward series of board games should add a baby. Yes, they should be a category of playing a game while holding a baby. Yeah, that right there yeah. adds this element of difficulty. All checking out every, going out every five seconds to check on the kids. Like the kids need something. You keep getting up and down. Yeah, yes. I mean that. I mean, yeah. just really, you should walk up to a table <laughs> yes. of five people playing. I don't know, Ticket to Ride yeah, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, and then just hand each of them a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yes, everyone gets a baby. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they could double down. And then, you know what? You know what? This guy's very arrogant. He's getting twins. <laughs> you know? Yes. I really think... This guy's ahead by 50. He can get triplets. Exactly. Yeah. And I don't... You know what? I don't know anyone involved in this World Series of Board Gaming, but I I will contact them yep, and see if we should. make that happen. We can add that category. I think we should just, just... I feel like we should start a petition. Start handing out babies. Yes. Get it. Well, they, they get them back. Yeah. But yeah. also kind of, you know, make them cry sometimes. Make them a bit hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I... I think it'll be fun. I, I grabbing the coffee cups, playing, getting the pieces on yeah, the board. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You grabbing, got this. Grabbing the stuff off the board. <laughs> like, put the train down. Put the train. No, not in your mouth. Put yeah, the, yeah. Be great. Be fantastic. 
So I think whatever we do, we should kind of make that happen. We can. We will try and do it. For next I can year. watch it if if it would involve That'd be babies. Very fun to watch. Yeah, it would be good. Yeah. All right. So um. Okay. Anyway, oh, that could work with poker too, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we were going to revisit a couple of games. I know last week we talked about Marvel Remix, and a few weeks ago we talked about Kites. Right. We've been playing the game recently, and both of those games we played with a higher play count, like the full. Yes you know, recommended number. Uh-huh. And both of them need less numbers. They really, really do. Yes. And first of all, I think the reason why Marvel Remix needs less people is because it makes the game going longer. So you can actually have a chance to get good cards because when right. you have, what is it, five people, mm-hmm. it makes that game go really quickly because you get that 10 discarded out very quickly. So you're just not getting the good cards to be able to get some good matches there. Yeah, and I I agree. Marvel be, both of them say 2 to 6. Yeah. And we have we've given positive reviews for both of these games. And they're and both I, fantastic games. I, I love them and both. And I think you both need you need to buy all of them. But we finally play did play them. both of these at their full mm-hmm. player count. Yeah. And that is not an experience that I recommend. No. Because Kite is very difficult. We didn't even make it through like the first round, like the first time. We got close to winning on Kites, but Kites is virtually unwinnable. Just because you're all moving those, those egg time, yeah. what are those, sand timers. Right. So you just don't really stand a chance. And Marvel Remix is one of those that your strategy has to change with six people mm-hmm. because you're going to get far, far, far less turns. Yes. You know, because you are not going to be, be able to get that combo Mm-mm. that you want at the end. Oh, absolutely. So this one, I don't, I would not recommend it at six. I think the sweet spot in this one is about four. And honestly, I think two Marvel or three Remix? or four. Yeah, yeah, I would say two, two maybe three. Two, three, four. I mm-hmm. think those work good. Yeah. Um, kites, I think, again, I just don't think six is going to work. I think four people for Kites is I think good. So too. I think I two think... might be a bit... I don't know about two, but... I think four. I think at four, you, you're hitting that sweet spot. I agree with that. Yeah. So that's revisiting those two. Mm-hmm. So if you have those, let me know your thoughts on those as well. Marvel Remix and Kites, if you guys find out they do work well at bigger counts. Then tell us we're wrong, because I'd like yeah. to hear that. We normally are wrong. <laughs> True, we normally are. I would actually like to know how you won. With, with what? With like the higher play accounts, if you played those games. Tell us how. Oh, yeah, because I was like, I did not... I did win last time, didn't I? Uh, Marvel Remix. Yeah, you killed us. Yeah. Let's... Yes. Let, winning, let's talk about what happened in Twilight Inscription. <laughs> All right? So... I was wondering if you're going to bring this up. Okay. Okay. I was think, I was like, I bet he's going to bring this up. And I was like, I wonder... Because I'm going back going, I didn't cheat, right? Okay. Yes. I did not cheat. But then I can see why. Judges? Maybe, judges think you cheated. Maybe, maybe. And I think... Who was it? Patricia said... She thinks because I kept getting up and down to check on the kids, I kept I would come back and no. take a turn and not realize you were still on the same turn. I think I don't know. Nope, she's just being nice. But listen, <laughs> here's what it is: Twilight Inscription. I have said that I wanted to play at the full player count. We mm-hmm. got about seven people, not yeah. the full player count, but we got seven people, One which off. is good. We're super right? close. So at the end, we're all counting up our points, right? <laughs> so and I knew this is how I knew something was off. Because one of the guys, Jacob, was like, okay, I got 39. And somebody else says, ah, oh, 36. He goes, ooh. And Alec goes, ooh. You guys have, huh. And I'm like, oh, no. Here it comes. Here is so, something so far in left field of a number, right? So then she pops off with like 79. And we're like, that's no way you got that many points, right? And then she, we see her board, her navigate. Was it your navigation board? No, not navigation. It was um, industry. Industry. Her industry yes. board was like everything was marked off. It was. Everything was marked off. I mean, she just off. got 
every point possible. I got at least 49 points there. That board, okay. I know I did not cheat on. Yeah, she's a liar. But I did not cheat okay, on that board. So then I say, there's no way. She, and you say, I marked all these off. And I say, well, I have no doubt that you marked them off. <laughs> I see that. But I'm wondering, I don't think you marked them off legally. Oh, and no. Then <laughs> the best part of this is, I then point to your, um, somebody else points to your population. I think Jose, like your population, you got all these, and you're like, well, maybe that's not right. Like, <laughs> all of a sudden, you admit that is not right. Well, I was adding that up going, I didn't feel like this is right. But my um, industry, I know I'm spot on there. Because like I said, that was the board I focused every round on. Mm, there yeah. was a few rounds at the end I did my expansion on. Liar. But I know I got all those points there. Right, she's a saying. liar. But, um, <laughs> okay, but it, it did get me thinking about... Um, uh, rolling rights. Uh-huh. Rolling rights. The biggest thing is is ev- everybody. Everyone has their is doing it on their own board, right? Correct. And it's one of those that it's easy not just to cheat, but to get one rule wrong that you don't know at the end, so you're doing something incorrectly. Yeah. Not saying you did this time. You did, but um, <laughs> on different rolling rights, yeah. to do something incorrect, you're not. If you're doing it at an actual game, someone's going to see it either at the beginning or midway through the game and say, oh, oh, oh you can't do that. Yeah, and They're then gonna stop They're going to realize you. and then stop you. But when you're on your own board, yeah. then it's, I mean, you have to know the rules 100% to get yeah. it through, right? Yeah. And Twilight Inscription is one of those that there are times that you circle a resource, you use a resource, and then you're like, mark it off. And then you're like, wait a minute. Or you use like, you say, I'm going to use these two resources. And you're like, wait, did I already mark them off yet? Do I need to mark them off again? And different types of people will err on the different types uh, on different sides. You're like, you know what? I'll just use them again to make sure I've used them or whatever. So there. See, I don't do that when I do a roll and write. If I go, oh, I've already marked it off. I go, oh, I've already marked it off. Like I, mm-hmm. if I, I urge, urge on the side of caution. <sighs> I know my 77 points in Twilight Inscriptions is not. 79 indicated. points. I thought it was way. 77. Yeah, I don't know. It was a lot. <laughs> However many it was, I know at least 49 of those were legit. Yeah, because they're on the one card that she cheated on. <laughs> so I did not cheat on that card. And then she's nice. She goes, look, let's just not count any other cards except for this one. Like, that's because you know the highest point total is 36 besides that card. I did not know that. Did you not? No. So, But no, it made me realize that about the different yeah. rolling rights, and that is the most difficult thing. It's also one of those... Problems we hit on the first dinosaur island, yes, and probably dinosaur world mm-hmm. as well, because you do keep those DNA tracks on your own. You're doing your own kind of like busy work kind of thing, right? You've got to just be trusting that everyone's doing the same thing. Yeah, exactly. There's a few games like that. Um, you know, like um, Abominations, the same way. You got to make sure, just trust that people are doing the, the right thing at the right time. Yeah, and it's one of those things that people I don't think they're going to cheat intentionally, Mm-mm. but one small rule being off. Can throw it off. Which I'm willing, because I really like Twilight Inscription, I'm willing to play this game again yeah. and get 49 points on expansion and prove you all wrong. Yep, yep. You won't do that. But, um, <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to need a judge sitting next <laughs> I to I know what ne- what's going to happen next time I play Twilight Inscription is that there's going to be a camera on my board mm-hmm. and they're going to go back and replay that. Yep, and we're also going to give you a baby. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, right, you deal. get a camera. Challenge accepted. Camera, a judge, and a baby. And a baby. Oh, there we go. Here's your baby. Oh, little baby. Oh, my good gracious. Oh, okay, anyway. All right. So, all right. So, that's it. That Now, we're going to talk about a list here. Like like we usually do, we like to find different lists on the internet. On the, on in- the interweb. I was about to say, what did, we had a friend who used to, what did they call it? Hyperspace? Oh, yeah. I did a podcast with a buddy. Yeah. Um, this was a long time ago. Before podcasts got cool, we, that's how we met. 
But yeah. it was a podcast. Yes, people might want to go back. It, Joey and I met through a podcast. If we did. Yes. We did meet by, yeah. we both were on a podcast for entertainers yeah. together. But um, anyway, it was called um, the whatever. It was in, in hyperspace. Yeah, yeah. And I told him, I'm like, it's not, it's not hyperspace. <laughs> it's, um, what is, what do they call it? Ah, web space. What is it? What is Hyper- it, that word? Hyper- um, oh, it's, I don't know. But anyway, it's yeah. not hyperspace, right? It's cyber cyberspace. Cyberspace. Yes. Just so you know, I was about to Google it. Like other but, words for internet. But by that yeah. time, he had already made that logo and all that stuff, and it's like, okay, apparently we're in hyperspace, and and like it was just it was pretty funny. So we were always in that. Always in um, hyperspace. I okay. felt like I was on like um Star Trek. Yes. You know. It's all right. So anyway, um, okay. all right. List. So this is a list. I think it's Game Rant mm-hmm. that has it out there. And this is the seven best board game accessories. Correct. And I'm curious to see if you agree with these. Okay. Right? Yeah. And we're going to see. And I want to hear you guys out there in hyperspace. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see if you guys agree with these or if there are any things that you would add okay. to your board games. And this is the accessories that you can buy or they help create. Mm-hmm. You can get it from Etsy and whatever. So, all right. Spoiler. So, the first. Have you read the list? I have not. Oh, okay. Etsy's one? Maybe. Oh, man. Okay, so number seven. <laughs> okay. All right, so card sleeves. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. Mean, I agree. I agree. I wouldn't put that number seven. I'm not sure how these are numbered. No, I would say we only card sleeve games that we really, really, really like. Oh, I was going to put this as number one. I think this, if you like a game, this is the first place I would go. True, true. Oh, okay, I understand. Yeah, I, I think it's the okay, first. Yeah. I would definitely like the crew. We are playing that with some friends. We're and working through. We're at, um, what are we at, 36? There's no way we're that high. I think we're 26. No, we're not 26. Maybe we're, we're in the 30s. No, I know we're that. Not. Yes, we are. Because we, we did like three the other day and we're at 25. So that would be, maybe we're at 28. Okay. So anyway, so, <laughs> but anyway, we're realizing Look that one, math in we head. should have um, kind of sleeved those at the yeah. beginning yeah. because they're getting a bit worn. They're getting a little tatty. So yeah, definitely yeah. card sleeves are inexpensive Yeah. Um, unless you're sleeving like something like Marvel Champions. But um, yeah, so card sleeves. We played sleeves, Marvel Dice Thrones the other day and we need we to did. get special card sleeves for that game. Yeah, I don't like that, by the way. Mm-hmm. I don't like when they have their cards strange sizes. Yeah. And you either need to buy the card sleeves from them or mm-hmm. track them down somehow. But all the card sleeves apparently have their own special backing. This is true. This is true. So, okay, That's so it. card sleeves is number seven. Okay. And I, I'd agree with that. That's okay. a very important thing. Protect from liquid, food, grimy fingers. Yeah. And then just... Helps you shuffling. Exactly. Yeah. Overall, protect the cards. Yep. So, I agree with that. Okay. All right. Number six, board game organizers and inserts. This is great. Um, now, organizers, because I hate things just rolling around in the box. Yeah. This is something with minis are pretty important. Oh, absolutely. Especially if you have painted minis. Absolutely, yeah. But otherwise, it's hard. I love... The new thing is that now Game Trays is really starting to sell or starting to really work with companies to have nice inserts in there. Mm -hmm. And what I really like is which game was it the other day I was playing um it was not wingspan oh it was cleopatra uh-huh and it had a it had a sheet in there that told you exactly how to repack it that's nice that i like wingspan does that too yeah so it's very uh-huh. nice to see how to put everything back mm-hmm. in and the bad part is once you sleeve or upgrade tokens then you need a different type of insert so yeah. okay. So anyway, six is board game organizers and inserts. And I would agree with this one important. too. Also, because if you just shovel the stuff in the board game, then the box falls apart, and then they're on the shelves, and you've got half a piece here and pieces over there. It's super annoying. Right. And I've done something I never thought I'd do: is start to not rubber band, but they have it was like 
uh, board game tables sell uh-huh. and Dice Tower does too. They're just bands that go around these There's board a genius. Games. Otherwise, they're going to, if you put yeah. them on their side, then they're going to slowly open up yep. and it's just chaos. Yep, so, I agree. All right. Yep. Now, number five, uh, board game tables are expensive, but awesome. Oh, super awesome. Yeah. We were recording this podcast now on one of those um, board game table tables. Yeah, we have a Game Toppers right now. Game Toppers, yeah. And we are actually, a buddy is building us a game table. I know. I'm sure when that happens, you're going to see photos. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be eight feet long. Yes. Woo. Yep. Already got the wood. Mm Mm-hmm. Wood's expensive. FYI. So, (laughs) but yeah, board game tables. I guess it's an accessory, but yeah, they're, yeah. they're great. And game toppers have made it a bit more affordable. Uh-huh. And there's also a metal board game table out. It's like three ninety nine. dollars Is that the one on Amazon? No, that one's nice too. Yeah, there's, there's a game on topper Amazon. on Amazon yeah, too. Yeah, that looks kind that's, of affordable too. But this is just a metal table. Mm. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I That's one of my favorite things at Gen Con is to look at all the really nice board oh, game tables yeah. you have. You want like to start at 12000 Yeah. Oof. Yeah. But um, anyway, so yeah, that's really... It's nice. Yep. So board game tables are are great to mm-hmm. have, especially if you have a dedicated room or some of them double as dining room tables. So, yeah. All right. So that's number five, uh, board game table. Number four is... It is Etsy. Dun, 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 dun. This is kind of a... I feel like this one's cheating because this is not an accessory. This is yeah. where you find accessories. I guess I would put different things on here. Like mm-hmm. um, I'd put Etsy slash Board Game Geek. They're geek bits. Yep, yep. You know, mm-hmm. and different places like this. Yeah. So, yeah, but Etsy is one of those that is is the devil. You can de- get upgraded because tokens. you can get so much stuff on Etsy. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you like terraforming Mars, then you better take out a second mortgage. Oh, absolutely. Because there's so many nice things mm-hmm. and they look great. Even the stickers. Um, the stick, like for um, Lost Ruins of Anak, those yeah. stickers are amazing. Yeah, yeah. friend bought us those, and it just yeah. the little stickers just add so much to stick them so on the meeples. Much. Yeah, they just make that game have a little bit more zhuzh. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Zhuzh, not a zhuzh. word. But, I don't know um, what the word is. I'm trying to find think of a word, like just a little bit more. Pizzazz. Pizzazz, there you go. Yeah. I did Pizzazz, a hand action and thankfully he, he knew what I was talking about. Zhuzh, the Greek god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, so, all right, number four is Can Etsy. I actually interrupt here and tell a story? We were going to buy some accessories at Gen Con and um, off Etsy for a wingspan. And instead, I you said, I could just print them. And you, the, do you know what you've been doing this week? Well, you know what you've been doing I this have week. Been, I do know that. <laughs> but they, the audience might not know. He's been printing little fish and nectars. I've actually been playing with them the entire time we've been recording because um, they're sitting right here in front of me. We'll have to take a photo of these. These look amazing. I actually put a picture yeah. of them on our Instagram. Oh, good. You did. I'm so glad you did. So if we, you have a 3D printer, yeah. these are easy. This, these are easy print. It's a free file to download. Okay. So, yeah, on our Instagram, check it out. Uh, Mainly Games on Instagram. You can see a picture of those. This ties into number three. Oh, it does. Yeah. Yeah. Number three is 3D printers. Yes. This right here, although not a necessity, it really does make the board gaming hobby more fun. I think 3D printers make life more fun. They do. They do. It's And it's nice. Yeah. Now, they are, I tell everybody that wants to get one, it's not a plug and play. It is a hobby because mm-hmm. they will go down, come up. You have to tweak them. You have to tinker with them. You do. But the, mm-hmm. it's, it's very fun to be able to upgrade a lot of your components yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. So I agree with that. Three, a 3D printer. Okay. Yep. Number two? Number two, board game bags. This is one. Board game tables has the best bags out they there. They do. They've got some really good ones. I also like that duffel bag we got too. Yeah, that one. That's I can't probably remember. my favorite. I think we got that off Amazon. We did. We got that big black duffel bag. That one, if we're going over to someone's place to play games, we'll take a duffel bag full of games. Yeah, we probably used that one 
more than the other ones. That's more of a yeah. military bag because uh-huh. you can fit so many board game tables, bags, and all those bags are nice, but then you have to kind of stack them the uh-huh. right way and all this. That bag is just, it's a workhorse. Oh, it is. It's and super agree. good. But board game bags are definitely. Oh, those ones are really good too. Yeah. Yep. And and people love standing behind you at Gen Con when you're using that huge board game bag oh, yeah. and bumping in everybody. I don't mind it so much because I often have a stroller in front of me, yeah. so it just buffs the stroller. I'm like, oh, well, whatever. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and also you're the stroller, so you're you're the jerk that has a stroller. <laughs> yeah, so, and I unfortunately we only have one stroller. We have those wide wheel strollers, so I do apologize. Yes. So, yes. all right, number one is poker chips. They, yeah. As they say, they're a great substitute for money. Or what I would do is go back to number what was it? Number four on their list and go to Etsy. Where was the Etsy one? Oh, yeah. number four. Yeah. Number four? Yeah, go to Etsy and buy money. That's what I would do rather than poker chips, but that's just me. But there are some very nice poker chips There are some very there. nice poker chips I out mean, there. yeah. One of the best things about Splendor is the chips. That makes that game. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, absolutely. And I agree. Now, we were at May, Mayfair or Mayday? Mayday. Um, Mayday, and we bought some nice metal coins. And they they did have really good metal coins. Poker coins uh-huh. are great as a substitute for money. And I guess um, you usually see these in 18xx games for the train games, things like that. A mm-hmm. lot of those use these poker chips. But um, I honestly like a bit more. I like metal coins. I like I the clinking of them. Yeah, I do clink, too. Clink, clink, clink. Yeah, Sounds and like you've got some monies. And it's funny how you can. Somebody told me you can use quarters, dimes, pennies, and all that. It's just not the same. No. You know, so I, I think poker chips are a good yeah. thing, but I really think that metal coins are probably what I would put there instead of poker chips. I That was my one thing. Also, I added a few things that if I was making a list, this okay. is what I would have what added. I would have added dice tray slash dice towers. I agree with that. Dice I, trays especially. Dice yeah. towers, we have probably, looking around, probably 15 Yep. No, we probably have 20, 25 dice towers. Mm-hmm. We very rarely use them, but dice trays we use every time. Yes, and I was also going to say, I like those little um, containers for like, you know, the bits of the game. So like at the moment, yes. the things you printed your for Wingspan are in little cupcake liners, but yes. you can also get like dice trays or whatever for your like your bits. For a board game, so rather than them being spruined everywhere, they're kind of a little bit more contained. I would say that too. I completely agree we with that. We were actually at Dice Tower East and some friends had traveled from, I don't know where Lindsay and Jeff were from, but they had traveled from and they brought in their luggage these cupcake trays just so they had containers for the bits. Yeah. For which you, I really liked. For you that don't know, these are the silicone cupcake baking cups. Yep. And they are incredible. They are you can incredible. get them on Amazon. You just type in silicone uh-huh. cupcake baking cups. They're also really good for when you do have a baby in your hand and you're playing Twilight Inscription for the baby to stack. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so we have people babies and, and cupcake. silicone cupcake trays. So but, anyway, these are great for like oh, holding, these are amazing. holding bits and bits. things like that. And like I said, they pack light. They don't weigh anything. Mm-hmm. So you can take them with you to travel. I really like those. I and agree. then I guess you'd also need to add the bands for board the board game boxes. That's an accessory I think people need. I agree. And that, that's something yep. lately we've been adding. Mm-hmm. So, I, are there any accessories you can think of? No, I think that covered most of it, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, I would The only one I would add is the one I said, Metal Coins. Um, mm-hmm. Board game organizers, I kind of almost put that with 3D printers. Yes. Because I I generally print the majority of my board game inserts. You have some great inserts. You have some, uh, some great 3D printers for quacks, so everything fits in one box. Right. And you even have a diagram for how it all fits in the box, which I yes. love. Um and Dinosaur World, Marvel now, Champions. You have a great some great organizers there. The other one, the only other one I would add to these board game accessories mm-hmm. are um, player aids. 
Yes. One thing we try to do is when we get a game, you get on the BGG file section mm-hmm. and you're going to find any type of player aid that you can print and put in the box. Yes. Maybe even if there's four players, four, one for mm-hmm. each person. And that way, more of like a reference card, whatever, for everybody to learn the game. I think those are, I wouldn't consider them accessories, but it's something that I think is needed for the majority of a lot of these games. We oh, have yeah, them I agree. For everybody to have their mm-hmm. own. So I think that's a big thing. I'd I do in. like in Twilight Inscription, you all have your own player aid. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Player yeah. aids are a must. And if, I think they if are people a must. don't include player aids, it just annoys it's me. It's frustrating when I they don't. I don't even know why why they do that. It's, yeah. It, ugh. I mean, it's almost like I want to start docking people a point. Yes. In everything. Just, just put a player aid in there. Yeah. But again, you can print those off. Thankfully. So, okay. So yeah, um, let us know what you guys think the best board game accessory is out there. Definitely let us know. All right, so also let us know any of these other ones, the games you've played, also those games at higher player counts, if you find out they work or they don't. But, let us know. I'm willing to be wrong. Yep, and email mm-hmm. us again at show at mainlygames.com. And again, we will start doing a lot more off-the-shelf reviews. We will. Because although we're going through our new games, we need to concurrently go through our old games, get them off that shelf of shame, and see if they hold up. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to do that. We were actually rearranging our shelves the other day, and there were some great games that we haven't played or played in a while that I was like, hey, we need to bust that out again. Just, you know, we haven't. We've been doing kind of Code of the New, and we need to change that up. Exactly. And we yeah. are going to, um, starting next week when we slow down, we're going to do more YouTube videos. A mm-hmm. lot of you have liked some of those YouTube videos. One thing we're going to try to do is we're going to re- video record our podcast because certain people watch yes. it on YouTube, and they said, hey, why don't you just turn the camera on while you do it? <laughs> yeah. So we thought, well, that would be fun. So we might try that. We'll try it. In, you know, probably maybe next week or the week after. Yeah. And just see how it goes. You, um, Not next week. The week after is Dice Tower Tree. That's yes. exciting. And Dice then three weeks away is Games of the Gulf Coast. Yep. So if you haven't bought your airfares to Southwest Florida, there is still time. Yes. Uh, Games of the Gulf Coast, of course, is, is all free. It's mm-hmm. just a game day we're having down here that everyone's invited to. Um, Dice Tower Retreat, I think, is sold out now. They have a waiting list. I'm not sure. But it's fun. It's like Dice Tower East, but a lot smaller. Maybe three or 400 people. Mm -hmm. And the Dice Tower crew, they do such a great job. They do a great job over there. So, I mean, I think it's been to all their conventions this year. It's crazy. But you haven't um, been to uh, West. I didn't do West. You're right. No. But, um, yeah, so if you guys are going to... No, I didn't. I'm not doing the cruise. Middle of my season. Yes. But, um, yeah, Both so of those two. If you are going to uh, Dice Tower Retreat, mm. let mm-hmm. me know. I'd love to hook up and play some games there. Definitely. Or if you're going to be down here for the Game of the Gulf Coast. And that is it for right now. But hey, thank you guys so much for listening. And we will talk to you... Next week. Yes. Woohoo! Get out there and find You're a You're a Penguin. You're a You're a Penguin. And then watch the U.S. Open because they're playing tennis. Tennis. All right. (laughs) Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Tennis. Tennis.